Hey guys, welcome to the Tweet Coast Church Podcast. So glad that you could join us. Now prepare your hearts for another inspiring message from one of the Tweet Coast Church crew. Confession time, pastoral confession time. I love watching movies. <laughs> I love watching movies, I do. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy sitting down with my wife particularly and watching a good movie. You know the movies I really get into is when there's, there's, there's an underdog in the story, when somebody has to battle through some obstacle or they've faced adversity and, and opposition and they've battled through and there's an underdog, there's a, there's a battle to fight, you know, there's, uh, there's an adventure to live and I also love it, you know, when there's a beauty to rescue. Come on, somebody out there. I'm telling you, there's a beauty to rescue. Oh, you, you got me. You put all those th- three things in a movie, and I'm telling you, that's a movie. I'm telling you. And uh, I, ju- I just love it. It's the, the underdog. It's, it's the battle. Any men out there just recognize that Braveheart is one of the top ten on their list of movies? Come on, somebody. Prophesy now. I mean, I'm just waiting. You know, part of the agenda for me raising kids, I've got four, I've got two boys, is at the appropriate age sitting my boys down and saying, now here's a lesson of life, Jack, Caleb. Let's watch Braveheart. Do you know the story? William Wallace avenging his wife's death just begins to get a fire in his belly and just begins to take on the English. You know, he's, he's a Scotch, Scotsman. So there's a bit of Scott in my blood, so I kind of, oh, yeah, you know. By the end of the movie, I want to, you know, become officially Scottish, paint my face blue and, and wear a kilt everywhere, you know. And I just love it, and that's weird, you know. Uh, you know, and, and, and you, know, you know the big scene, you know the big scene where he does his speech, you know. Whether it actually happened or not, it doesn't really matter, the speech, you know. I fight and you may die, run and you'll live at least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that? For one chance, just one chance to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. And then they, you know, just to lose all respect, you know. And then the other one I love, I'm telling you, is Gladiator. You know, Russell Crowe. Oh, I'm telling you, that's a a great movie. You know, this this great commander. You know how he just faces adversity. And once again, he he gets thrown as a prisoner. And, you know, he he comes home and he sees his wife and his son have been been murdered. And, you know, then he goes into slavery and just begins to rise up through the ranks. You've seen the movie Gladiator? I'm telling you, don't see it if you haven't seen it because I'm sure it's rated M or something. That's a bad pastoral recommendation. And he gets to the point where he's taken, he's, he's in the, you know, the Colosseum and he's taken on all these people. And you know, he's just incredible because he's, he's a skilled fighter, you know. And, and he's there and all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's, it's Commodus who comes down. Commodus who, who killed his own father to take the throne. He comes down. He wants to meet this gladiator face to face who's unbeatable. And he says, he comes down to, to Maximus and he says, what, what is your name, gladiator? What's it, what is your name? And, and, and Maximus turns his back on Commodus, you remember? And, 
and Commodus says, how dare you sh- turn your back and show your back to me? You will remove your helmet and tell me your name, gladiator. He takes off his helmet. Russell Crowe. Takes it off. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius. <laughs> Captain of the armies of the north. Loyal servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius. Husband of a murdered wife. Father of a murdered son. And I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. And it's like, yes! <laughs> Hallelujah! I'm telling you. They're a real movie. But you know what? That it doesn't as, uh, impress me as much as some other people. That kind of over underdog story and overcoming story doesn't impress me as much as you. That fight real battles. <laughs> fight real battles in your world. To hold on to godly values, principles. To live as a man of God. To live as a woman of God. That, that really impresses me. To live up in a down world. And that's out there, let alone the battles within. Fighting the battles of fears and insecurity and doubts. The labels that have been placed on you. That's what real impresses me. When you continue to overcome when you continue let alone the faith journeys of holding on to faith when the world's laughing at you and mocking why would you even have faith why would you Sunday morning forget you holding on to faith is what really impresses me and the Lord you see today the title of this message and this series that we're beginning today is called Overcomer Overcomer It's a description of who you are and who you can be. You going to come with me today? You see, the Greek word in the Bible most often translated overcomer stems from the word, watch this, Nike. Anyone wearing Nikes this morning? I just love that. I thought about wearing mine, but I didn't. According to Strong's Concordance, it means to carry off the victory. To carry off the victory. I'm going to be speaking about three things in this message. The overcomer. It's our future promise. It's our present status. And it's our ongoing reality. Here's the scripture. I've got some scriptures for you today. Because faith comes through hearing and hearing through the word of God. So faith's going to come into your spirit today. So strap your seatbelts on, I'm telling you. Here it is. Here's the key scripture we're going to come back to today. For everyone born of God. Born again. You, you've been born again by the Spirit of God. You had your physical birth at, for me, 1975. But then 14 years later, when I gave my life to the Lord, and He came into my world, and I was born again. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world. Even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Keep that scripture up there because my first point here is it's a future promise. It's a future promise. You see that scripture there, for everyone born of God overcomes the world, overcomes 
the world. What's in store for you when you die? Let me ask you, what's in store for you when you die? Well, you know, I go up to those angels and they're playing the harps and they look like little, you know, cute cherubs up there. What is the future when you die? I'm here to remind you that it's actually overcoming. It is actually overcoming is your future. It's a future promise for you. The outcome is settled. And nothing in this world or beyond this world can take that away from you. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, your future promise is that you overcome. You overcome. That's why there's nothing that you know, could be thrown at you in this life. I mean, let's, let's face it, what's the worst that can happen in this life to die? Probably the ultimate, right? Oh, man, this is going to bless you. 1 Corinthians 15, 55 says, Paul, where, O oh death, is your victory? Yeah. It's like, what you got? Yes. Is that all you got? Yeah. Where, O oh death, is your sting? Because I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. If that's the best you got in this world... But thanks be to God, the Apostle Paul says, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. What is your future? What's the future promise? You're an overcomer in Jesus' name. You know, many scriptures, particularly the Apostle Paul's writing, were actually about reminding us of heaven and to place our thoughts in heaven and to work backwards, to think backwards. In, in many real ways, this is called reverse engineering. When somebody wants to build something, say like the iPad that I'm preaching from here, some people want to copy this iPad, they get the finished product and they begin to reverse engineer it, which means pulling it apart. And they take note of the reverse steps and then they can go and rebuild that thing. But the reverse engineering is taking the finished product and pulling it apart and working backwards. Let's take that, for instance, for this example. If your finished product is reigning with Christ in heaven, that you overcome, no matter what this world's thrown at you, even that stupid demonic stuff like the big C, cancer, and all those kind of extremes, you go to heaven when you actually have overcome. That is your finished product. And now you begin to reverse engineer it back to October 2017. Do you think that's just going to change the joy that you walk with in this life? (laughs) Or the peace that you hold in this world? Not to minimize what you're going through, but to actually maximize where you're ending up. And that is in heaven to rule and reign with Christ, that you are an overcomer. You can reverse engineer in your life saying, hey, you know what, no matter what, death, what do you got? (laughs) Is that all you got? Is that all you got? Turn to the person beside you and say, is that all you got? Come on, tell them. Is that all you got, you see? John 16, 33, some of the last words that Jesus gave his disciples were this, I've told you these things, so that in in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. That would have been a bit of a downer if uh, that's where Jesus left it. Thank you, Jesus. We could have told you that ourselves. 
but take heart. I have overcome the world. Take heart. He's saying this is your future. You have overcome the world. That's your future promise, that you're an overcomer. But friend, it's also your present status. Your present status. John, 1 John, again, our key text is this. This is the victory that has. Can you say that? Can you say has overcome with me? Has overcome the world. It, it's, it's done. It's accomplished. It's actually a present status. This is the victory that has overcome the world. Even our faith. It speaks about your connection with Christ. The one that not even death could keep him down. That your connection with Christ through faith. Not just believing about God. That there is a God. But placing your trust in what he did for you. Being born again by the Spirit. Brings you into a present status of overcoming Right now, it's been done. The victory has been achieved once and for all. Our minds go back to the great events of the crucifixion and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, where your victory and my victory was accomplished once and for all. Colossians says this, the Apostle Paul, and having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them. This is Jesus triumphing over them by the cross. Triumph over principalities and the powers that come to push you down, that come to make you small in your world, in your thinking, in your faith, that God's victory today is your victory. It's a present status. It's a present status. How do you receive this victory? You believe again. You see, overcoming is not what we do. It's actually who we are. I've got overcome there. I've got overcome. I've just got overcome. Chill. It's who you are. If you're born again by the Spirit of God, there's a DNA in you that is the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. It's in you. It's in you. So, what's your present status? What's your status? What's your status? I'm not asking you how you're feeling. I'm reminding you of your, of your present status. Sometimes I'll be working late and my wife will send me a text. It will sometimes look like this. Hey, dolls, will you be home for dinner? My response, what's for dinner? <laughs> roast chicken. Roast chicken. That's my wife's voice. You know when you go OMW, you know how it comes up on my way? OMW, on my way. Love you. I'm telling you, when she does those faces with the love heart, I mean, I, I break speed, land speed records just to get home, I'm telling you. And then there's a kiss like this. She's saying, are you, are you coming home? What's your, what's your status? What, where, where are you at? You, you far away? You far away? OMW, I'm on, on my way. On my way. Sometimes when it comes to overcoming... We feel just like that. OMW, I'm on my way. I, I, I'm on my way. I'm not there. But actually, it's theologically incorrect. Because your status in Christ, if you're in Christ today, is that it goes beyond your feelings and your circumstantial 
evidence around you that you're not OMW on your way, but you're actually present right now. Your present status is an overcomer through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Our Lord. If you believe that, say amen. I'm preaching the word of God to you today. You, you, you see, you, you might say, I don't feel like an overcomer. That's like my wife saying, when are you going to be home for dinner? And me saying, it's raining outside. It's cloudy. It just has no connection with your current status. Your feelings, because you are in Christ. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is alive in you. The prodigal father, the prodigal son, one of my greatest... I just love Luke 15, just the heart of God. I could preach on that till the cows come home. The prodigal father was waiting for his son to return, the Bible says. The, the prodigal son that was away from God, away from the father representing God. And then the son who'd gone and squandered his inheritance walked down the driveway. The, the father with arms wide open received the prodigal son into his home. The son was so repentant and said, look, I don't deserve to be in your house. Just let me be out there with the servants and just to enjoy what the meals they're having and everything. But this is what the father said. He didn't even respond to what the son was saying. He says, but the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. The prodigal son didn't feel like being in a place of recognition. He, he knew he definitely didn't deserve it. But that's not the point. The point is that we're, when we're in Christ, God does something on our behalf. He places a robe upon us. It's a robe of distinction upon us. That you are distinct from the world. That you are distinct from that place that you were pre-Christ. That there's distinction. There's a robe. It's the Father's pleasure to place a robe of righteousness upon you. That is your status, I'm here to tell you. It's the status that the Father of God gives you. It, the, the prodigal son didn't feel like being in that position, but it was irrelevant to the Father. It's irrelevant to the Father today that you don't feel like being an overcomer because it's not only the robe of righteousness that He places upon you, but here it is. It's a ring. It, it, it's the ring of authority that he places on your finger that this is my son. I'm placing authority. There was authority on the father and he gave it to the son. There's authority on the father. Servants, do this, do that. All of a sudden, the son repented. I don't deserve this. doesn't matter. You don't deserve it. That's what grace is. I bring you into relationship. I'm putting the ring on your finger of authority. The ring of God's authority is upon you to subdue atmospheres, to subdue situations that you are an overcomer through Jesus Christ. Our Lord, don't wait for the circumstance to change. You're actually the vehicle that God wants to change. Be the change agent through you. There is authority on you. In your marriage, in your family, in your workplace, you are an overcomer through Jesus Christ, our Lord. I love how the Father put sandals on His Son's feet. You see, it was, the, it was only the sons that had the sandals. The servants didn't have sandals. They just were bare feet. 
God in His majesty says, you know what, every step you take, I want, I want you to be reminded that you belong to me, the Father. Every step that you take through life, I want you to understand that you are free, that you are born to be free. Every step, I want to remind you that you're born to be free, not underneath, but you're to be above, that you're not the, the tail, but you are the head in Jesus' mighty name. See, it's our present status. Don't just hope for it, but hold on to it. I want the band to come. But what about reality, Jono? Come on, wake up and smell the coffee. The old press coffee. What about reality, Jono, of... I'm battling through this stuff in my inner world. There's pressures I don't feel like an overcomer. I've got trouble. I'm going through trouble. I'm facing hardship. I'm pressed on all sides. I've got these, the, the debtors knocking on my door. And I don't feel like I'm feeling like I'm up against my work colleagues all the time. Some of my, my family is away from the Lord. There's hardships. I don't feel like an overcomer. When it comes to my spirituality, come on, be real. I feel like I'm going through a, a drought. I feel like I'm in famine. I feel like emotionally, John, be real. I feel emotionally like I'm just in a famine place. Relationally, it's just, just not working. I, I just feel in a dry, desolate place. I, I, I feel so much shame. It's like I'm in, in the world, but I'm just feeling... Naked, naked and exposed, I'm feeling shame. Romans 8.31 <laughs> What shall separate us from the love of Christ? Watch this. Shall trouble? Shall hardship? What about famine when things just aren't flourishing in your life? Does that mean that God's not loving you anymore? That you're underneath it? Or nakedness, you're just feeling shame and exposed. Apostle Paul goes a step further. Danger or sword. For as it is written, it goes on. Verse 37. No! Now does it say when you get out of trouble... That's when you'll, when you'll be more than a conqueror. When you get through the persecution. <laughs> when you get through the feeling of shame. When you get on the other side. Is that when you're more than a conqueror? Come on somebody. No, in all. In all. In all. In all. Right in the middle of it. In all. You see. You see, it's not only a future promise. It's not only a current status. But it's also a present Reality. It's a present reality. You are more an ongoing reality. Take that scripture back, please. Because this is it. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors. The Apostle Paul, he wants to go a step further that no matter your feelings, no matter what you're going through, I'm going to tell you the new reality of your life. I want to prophesy over you today, Tweekos Church, the new reality of your life now. When you get to heaven, whatever you're going through, it's your ongoing status. That you are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ who loved us. It's through Him that allows you to conquer and defeat all the plans of the enemy.
It's a day-to-day victory. It's day-to-day victory. That scripture there, 1 John. For everyone, look at this last bit. Who is it that overcomes the world? Overcomes, plural, that you... This would be a perfect opportunity to sing that song, you know, I get knocked down, but I get back up again. But I'm not going to do that, you know, unless you all want it. I get knocked down, but I'm up again. And I'm never going to blah, blah, blah. For this part, I really wanted one of those punching things, you know, those blow-up punching things that like you punch and you smack it and it just... And I love one. I used to have a Spider-Man one. And he'd just have this like weird smile on his face. Like you punch him in the head and just go. And I'd open up a can of Whoop Glory on it. You know, boom, boom, boom. Shaka, laka, laka. And I'm going to speak over some people today that have had a, had a can whip of Whip Glory open up on them. And to say, you know what? The Spirit of God is upon you. Spirit of God is upon you. It's the same spirit. That's why you keep on rising up. That's why you keep on walking it through in all these things. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Can you please give Jesus a hand clap of praise? Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We pray that you are touched by God's Word. If you would like to know more about Tweet Coast Church, please visit tweetcoastchurch.com.au.